how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. Do you think me and that girl have a future? Well, why the heck not? You know she's a Catholic. Yes! You know who you are. Your buddy of Belfast, where everybody knows you. The whole family looks out for you. Be good, son. If you can't be good, be, be careful. careful. And that thought will keep you safe. Ooh, intrigue. Welcome to Lukewarm Popcorn. On today's episode, we will be talking about Belfast. The first of the Oscar Best Picture nominees that I got to see. I went and saw it in a theater with one of my good friends. The movie is focused on a young boy named Buddy, played by Jude Hill who is growing up in his town of Belfast in Northern Ireland. This movie takes place in the 1960s during a period where the Catholics and the Protestants were in a highly tense situation to the point where the small town where Buddy lives, or possibly even just the street block, is sort of walled off. In a, in a sort of military situation where you had to, you know, weave in and out of barriers in order to get in and out of this place. So it was a little tense. Some other notable players in this movie are Catriona Balfi, who is probably most notable for her role on the TV series Outlander. Jamie Dorian, who you might know from the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. I know him from Once Upon a Time. Um, And the two supporting actors who play Granny and Pop, the grandparents, are Judi Dench and Kieran Hines, who for this movie are both nominated for a Best Supporting Actor award. Right out of the bat, The first comparison that I made with this movie was to a movie that came out a few years ago, also nominated for many Oscars, called Jojo Rabbit, which also focused on a young boy in a very war-ridden time. And it plays it off as, like, the the sort of silly, whimsical life of, you know, a ten-year-old in this really high-tense situation where all the adults are in a stressful situation, but the kids, you know are still kids, so they don't know the full extent of everything that's going on, and they don't have the pressures of everything that's going on. Now, the key difference between this movie and Jojo Rabbit is that Jojo Rabbit is kind of played in a, you know, whimsical, like, Hitler's his imaginary friend, like, this very, like, crazy leap, whereas this one's a little more rooted. The comedy is still there, the, the lightheartedness regarding the situations that the kids in are still there. Um, and it hits a lot of the same beats that Jojo Rabbit does. It's, it's just a touch less whimsical. This movie is primarily in black and white. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do I think it's going to win Best Picture? Probably not. But it definitely goes down in the... I do not regret watching it category, which not all of these movies are going to make it into that category, I will tell you. But anyway, let's go back to what it is nominated for. 
So Belfast is nominated for seven awards, including, obviously, Best Picture, and subsequently, Best Director for Kenneth Branagh, who you may know as Gilderoy Lockhart in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. He is also in Dunkirk a few years ago, and he has a very small voice role in Infinity War. Right in the opening scene where Thor's ship is being destroyed, he is the distress signal. Fun fact. Kenneth Branagh has been nominated eight times for the Academy Awards, three times this year for Belfast, including Best Original Screenplay, Best Picture, and Best Director. Previous to that, in 2012, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in the movie My Week with Marilyn. In 1997, he was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay for the movie Hamlet. In 1993, he was nominated for Best Live Action Short Film for Swan Song. And in 1990, he was nominated twice for Henry IV for Best Actor and Best Director. So clearly, Kenneth Branagh has been nominated all over the place in many categories. You know, short film, actor, director, screenplay... So, jack of all trades right there. Best Supporting Actress, as I said before, played by Judy Dench. She's been in a lot. Most recently, she's been in James Bond. She played M in the first three of the Daniel Craig era James Bonds. Judy Dench has been nominated eight times for the Academy Awards and won once. She's been nominated once this year for Belfast for Supporting Actress. In 2014, she was nominated for Best Actress for Philomena. Philomena? I don't know. In 2007, she was nominated for Best Actress for Notes on a Scandal. In 2006, she was nominated for Best Actress for Miss Henderson's Miss Henderson Presents. Excuse me. In 2002, she was nominated for Best Actress for Iris. 2001, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Chocolat. In 1999, she was nominated and won Best Supporting Actress for Shakespeare in Love. And in 1997, she was nominated for Best Actress for Mrs. Brown. It's a healthy amount of nominations right there. Best Supporting Actor... Kieran Hines, who you may know as Aberforth Dumbledore in the last Harry Potter movie. He also, fun fact, played Steppenwolf in the Justice League movie. And, you know, I was clamoring to know who played Steppenwolf, so glad this worked out. This is the first nomination for Kieran Hines. Best Original Screenplay. Also from Kenneth Branagh, see earlier. Best Sound Design, excuse me, I misspoke. The award is actually called Best Sound, which I think is stupid. So I may keep calling it Best Sound Design, because I think it sounds more professional. Best Sound Design by Denise Yard. Simon Chase, James Mather, and Niv Adiri, and Best Original Song. And this is for Down to Joy, 
by Van Morrison. Now, I haven't seen all the movies yet, so a lot of the comparisons I'm going to be making are just to this movie against nothing. And when I talk about each movie individually, that's probably what I'll be doing is, do I think it deserves this award compared to no one else? And right off the bat, directing, I understand why they nominated it for Best Director. There are a lot of shots that are very particularly placed with a foreground background sort of interaction where though the one that sticks out to me is is a, a shot internal to the house where the left side of the screen is like looking up the staircase and the right side of the screen is sort of focused on a kitchen far in the background where you can tell that the little boy is eavesdropping on the drama that the parents are going in so there are a lot of visual shots that are directed like that that are really well done however there are also an equal amount of weird close-up face shots that immediately make me cringe every time i saw one where it was just like you know upper cheek to to forehead it's just super close in on on part of the face really takes you out of the movie so will it win the award i don't know did it deserve to be nominated yeah now next up is best supporting actress and here's where my problem the key problem of all the awards lies with best supporting actress i'm not saying judy dench isn't great she has one of those names, Meryl Streep, you know, where you say the name and you just know that they're quality people. But if you are going to nominate someone in this movie for Best Supporting Actress, it should have been Katriana Balfe, or however you actually pronounce her name. Because she killed it in every scene. And the only argument I can think of is that they had put her in as lead actress. Which makes sense. If, if the two leads are the young boy and the mother. I could, I could find that understandable. But in my head, there's one lead and it's the little boy. And everybody else is a supporting character. And it's criminal that she did not get a or the nomination for acting for this movie or the boy if we're if we're calling you know they they nominate young children for best actor sometimes and this boy this little boy stole the show the two the two of them flawless not saying the grandparents aren't great characters they're in it for a small, one might say, supporting amount of time. But, yeah. The young boy, the mom, phenomenal. The grandparents did pretty good. I understand why they were nominated. But not over either of the other two. That's all I'm saying. Best original screenplay is up next. Now, here's where I'm a little conflicted. Because I think... The writing was good. 
but there are often points with very thick Irish accents that I could have used some subtitles just to really have clarified that the writing was good because sometimes I just didn't understand what they were saying. But it made me laugh a lot. The story was pretty good. The only drawback that I would see, and this just comes from my own need to compare things to each other, which is when I compare this to Jojo Rabbit, which did win best screenplay, original or adapted, I don't remember. The, the like, the moment in the end that is supposed to be really heavy and dramatic and the emotional payoff at the end for this movie didn't work for me as well as it did in Jojo Rabbit, where I felt like I felt it in Jojo Rabbit. Where this one I was like, okay, I still enjoy the movie, but I would have hopefully had it end a little more dramatically. Like it kind of it kind of fizzled towards the end, if I'm being honest. So, will it win? Probably not. But it's an honor just to be nominated. Best sound design. Hmm. This one's tricky because unlike in last year, let's say, where one of the nominees was Sound of Metal, which should have clearly gotten the award. This one didn't scream best sound editing to me. But then again, in a lineup where maybe there isn't an obvious one, what would scream best sound editing? I think there are a lot of parts with explosions and you know that inner ear thing where you know you can't hear happens maybe once or twice. My recollection is a little fuzzy, but this, this movie didn't scream best sound editing to me, but maybe that's just part of my memory. Best original song? I'm not going to lie. Most of the songs that I heard in the movie were not original songs, so I'm not even sure what song this is. When I do my best song breakdown episode, I will look into it more. But right off the bat, I'm saying probably not for best song because I couldn't even tell you where in the movie the song plays and I looked for it so ultimately when things come down to it I think this is a great movie it's definitely worth a watch maybe even a perch to add it to my you know best picture shelf but do I think it's gonna win probably not but I say go see it when it comes out, when it's free. Yeah. This has been Lukewarm Popcorn. Go see Belfast.